Hello and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Executive Editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is Casey Harper, the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief. How are things, Casey? Things are good, Dan. How about you? Things are crazy stuff going on in Washington, D.C. As usual, Casey, not mm-hmm. a lack of things for you to, to report on. We are recording this on Friday, August 11th. More updates Casey, into the congressional investigation into the Biden family and money they received from um, foreign oligarchs, I guess, international uh, um, groups um, that have sent more than $20 million, apparently, to the Biden family. U.S. House Oversight uh, Committee Chairman James Comer, who's been essentially pushing the investigation into the Biden family, released more financial documents this uh, this week. Tell us about it. You know, Dan... It's just twenty million. Nothing to see here. Just twenty million dollars from oligarchs and Eastern European countries going to the son of the vice president when the vice president's on phone calls with them. Totally normal behavior. <laughs> I'm just being a little tongue in cheek, obviously, but this there are now bank records being released, as you referenced this week from uh, James Comer, House Oversight Chairman, and these bank records just show a- actual evidence for these payments. That were made from, you know, entities in Russia, Kazakhstan, um, or Kazakhstan, rather. Uh, you know, we already know, we've heard about the Ukrainian uh, payments. So this is the first I've heard of um, Kazakhstan payments. And I think a lot of, maybe maybe there was some hinting of this before, but before this, it was Romania, um, Ukraine, and China. Now it's U- Romania, Ukraine, China, Russia, and Kazakhstan. Okay? Um, not exactly you know, the heartbeat of NATO for sure. And so there's, and also the new update is it used to be, so a few weeks ago I reported the number that um, was that Hunter Biden received over $10 million. Right. And then the, when the whistleblowers testified uh, and we wrote about that at the centersquare.com at length, the new number was over 17 million. Right. So it's like, wow, this is a big development over 17 million. And now with this latest um, revelation, we're up over 20 million. So I just want to point out the number of countries is steadily climbing and the the amount of money is steadily climbing, right? So those are the, the things that, that may, if you're not following this closely, you may not have, may not have noticed. And the way that um, Comer, the judici- you know, the oversight chairman says this worked is there's about 20 shell companies that are split among the Biden family and their business associates. People like Devin Archer, who testified, you know, um, to this committee about how, um, then Vice President Biden would jump on the phone and talk to these business associates um, and was directly involved in that sense, in the sense that his voice was lent, lent credibility to Hunter Biden as he executed many of these deals. Whether there was more involvement is still you know, kind of unclear. But Let me ask you mm-hmm. a question. So we're a capitalist country, right? Sure. What's wrong, with, what's wrong with the president and his son making a few bucks off of foreign interests? What, why does this matter? Yeah, well, okay. Good question. In a capitalist society, if you want to make money, you sell what? You sell a good or a service to those who want it, right? Fair enough. That's like the only way right. to make money right. in a capitalist yep. Okay. So what was the uh, the good or service that Hunter Biden was selling? That's the question. And as far as we can tell, almost none of <laughs> Hunter Biden in this kind of this business venture they had was selling nothing but access. Right. Access so what was being for sale? Who was vice least, president under Barack Obama at the time, right? 
Right. And so the, now part of it, I would say is kind of the illusion of access. And now that now to be fair, that is not totally foreign to DC. In fact, that is largely how DC operates. You you hire a lobbyist because the lobbyist tells you they can get meetings with these lawmakers and get your issues in front of them. And sometimes they're lying. Sometimes they're, you know, the lobbyists, sometimes they're um, overstating how much influence they have. So it's totally possible and within their own possibility that Hunter Biden, you know, obviously had his own, a lot of personal issues would overstate the amount of influence that he had over his own father. But it's one thing to lobby for American companies to Congress. It's another thing to directly lobby for, for adversarial companies or adversarial countries like China and Russia, you know, countries that would be happy to probably take us down, uh, take us down a notch and are actively working to do it. China, countries that we could be within the year at war with, you know, I mean, if China invades Taiwan, we could very easily be at war with China immediately. We're almost at war with Russia already. So these aren't, these aren't, this isn't like your average, some, somebody at the golf course trying to get an oil company, an extra contract. This is um, working with foreign adversarial countries, um, and, and oligarchs in those countries. And so, and the other thing that's different about it is it's not unusual for uh, someone with a famous last name to try to leverage that into making some money when they're not really the famous one, right? They just had the last name. But now we have direct evidence that it wasn't just Hunter Biden running around saying, hey, I'm a Biden. We know that the vi- then vice president, Joe Biden, was jumping on the phone and talking on these speaker calls to large groups. So he did have at least some level of involvement. And now I think the big question that we're trying to get to the bottom is how much of that money actually went to President Joe Biden personally? And uh, that that is going to be the big question because, you know, your troubled son doing all these things is one thing. But if if President Biden actually took, you know, a million dollars from from some adversarial country or even not adversarial, how is it that we're spending all this money in Ukraine now? Um, and now we find out the the president has had, and at least the president's son and possibly the president himself has all kinds of dealings in Ukraine um, that could be exposed if things went wrong. I mean, there was a big concern when Trump was president. Remember that somebody had blackmail on Trump. Do you remember? I'm sure you remember that. There was people oh, yeah. always worried that people had blackmail on Trump and could extort him and use blackmail to get him to do things. But if President Biden really has all these dealings in Ukraine and now we're sending billions and billions of taxpayer dollars to Ukraine, I think it's worth asking the question if um, the president has some vested personal interest in making sure things turn out well in Ukraine. And I don't think it would be <laughs> I don't think that these uh, Ukrainian oligarchs or the president or whoever whose you know very existence is threatened would be too shy or too um, too moral to not use that against the president if they had that information. Mm-hmm. All interesting uh, stuff, Casey, something that we, of course, at the Center Square will keep on top of. It seems like um, Comer's committee releases new details, um, new documents just about every week. We, of course, will stay on that at thecentersquare.com, but we are out of time. For Casey Harper, I am Dan McCaleb. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Please subscribe.